Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Socks on Tap. Tony, I, my first reaction is just, fuck yes, let's go. Socks versus Detroit. That's, that's where it all starts. It all starts taking care of business in-house in the Central Division. That's right, I'm a meatball. You gotta bring that top button swag, baby. It is always great to beat the Cubs. And I'm a homer, so I always say they're gonna. Dallas Keiko Lansing got some beards that you should be afraid of. Whatever, but he said when he gets out there, it's me versus the other guy, and I'm gonna beat him. So I just love that mentality. It's cool and fucking tough. Steve, Steve, would you say that Tony is mad online? I, I would definitely say that. The White Sox winner. Sox fans, welcome in to Sox on Tap After Dark. First one of these West Coast ones late night that we've done here, Tony. Um, unfortunate outcome, but we're getting a little rambunctious here. It's approaching midnight, Central Standard Time. Um, how you feeling, man? Hey, we got one minute till midnight, Johnny. Make make the beers count. We're we're getting closer to the weekend, so that's good. That's good, right? Like getting closer to the weekend. That's what that's right. what we're here to talk about, right? Yeah, yeah, right. I, I mean, I wish it was that simple, Tony. But as I mentioned, White Sox dropped the series opener in Anaheim tonight, a self-inflicted L, as this uh, title of the show goes. And I didn't think we were talking about that. Yeah, well, we're we're gonna have to, Tony. That's the crux. <laughs> okay. of, that's kind of the crux of it here. I hate to, but it's like you know, it's like ripping off the bandaid. Let's go into some of these wounds, just self-inflicted right off the bat. Sox drop it four to three in a matchup in which people were probably hoping that this is every single time. I feel like we've gone down this road. It's when are the Sox going to turn their season around? When are they going to make a statement, you know, have a little jolt? Well, it wasn't the night. It absolutely was not tonight, Johnny. Uh, that's the most unfortunate part of, uh, of this whole episode. It was, it was absolutely not tonight. One step forward, two steps back. Is something that we were just talking about yesterday. I felt like tonight in and of itself was two steps back. I wish Sebby could have taken two steps back to the base a little bit sooner than he did. And that's yeah, that's <laughs> very, very metaphorical of you. Yeah. Yeah. Very allegorical. Sacred very in, allegorical. Sacred in the propane, Tony. Yes. The sacred <laughs> in the propane. If he just took two steps back, we'd be okay right now. Yeah, oh, I, th- th- that's why I, I, you know, I, I try to just come up with these, and it's hard. It, it's hard, especially after how many of these we've had this year. But I try to come up with some creative titles, and that's really the best way that I could describe this, though, Tony. Because yeah, some of them are joking and funny when I go talk about those titles, but I try to make it fitting with the theme of the game, and that's just the way I look at it. And there's no other place I can jump to first off than the White Sox rallied and then did themselves in during the same inning in this game, and that is super frustrating. It is super frustrating. I'm just going to stop before we go any further. Happy for everybody who's tuning into this right now. Socks on tap after dark. It is officially tomorrow. And uh, we've got we've got a decent crowd in here. If you're in the YouTube, Facebook, come on, comment. Let's let's talk about some of the uh, the White Sox things that happened tonight. We're here. We're talking about it, Johnny. It's just it's it's great to be here at this hour doing this and having a crowd with us. I think that's awesome. So thank you. If you're tuning into this, follow us on, on the YouTube at on tap sports net. If you're hopping into Twitter and you're listening to us live over there, hop on over to the Facebook, hop in here, talk with us. 
Johnny, we love that shit. Yeah, right. Yeah, YouTube and Facebook is the place to go for comments that we can come up and feature uh, right in here within the stream. Unfortunately, Twitter doesn't allow that. So that's why we say that. Go to the YouTube, go to the Facebook, uh, ONTAP Sportsnet, and you can find the same live broadcast as it is streaming through Twitter. So, yes, Tony, it is excellent to have a crowd in here. Sharing some misery beers, Tony. I see you're you're sipping on one there, and uh, you need it after tonight, man. Um, It just doesn't feel good because, you know, Going into this one, you felt like it could have been more of a bloodbath, right? Uh, with Lucas Giolito's recent struggles that we detailed in full on our Sunday Funday episode and talking about how we can fix some of these, you know, issues that he's been having. And overall, not the sexiest of outings, but at the end of the day, the results he grinded through and was also able to settle in at a point. So let's start at the top with Lucas Giolito and your observations on him. Hey, this is Socks on Tap After Dark, correct, Johnny? Confirmed. So if that's confirmed, you know that Lucas Giulio is going to go out here tonight and audition for his next ball club that he wants to pitch for in the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. You know that that's where he's going to be an ace in his upcoming future. So I expected him to kind of come out here tonight and and just have a better ball game, Johnny. I I thought that he was going to go out there and – keep the White Sox in this one. He did that. I just don't really understand why it looked like Yolmer Sanchez poured a bucket of Gatorade all over this guy <laughs> before he even took the mound tonight. Um, dude was sweating bullets. There was some body language stuff that we kind of talked about yesterday on this Sunday fun day episode. Um, you know, we've talked about that with Sean on the show as well. He looked kind of nervous coming out here today with all due respect. Steve Stone was saying that it was humid out there. I looked up the temperature, 80 degrees. We here in Chicagoland, Johnny, I don't know about you, but it's been sticky around here. Mm-hmm. It's been really fucking hot. I haven't swept through a shirt like that, but then again, I don't have as much pressure on me as Lucas Giolito has on him. I remember Michael Kopech being a sweaty guy earlier on in his career. Have you ever seen somebody sweat through their jersey like that, and he had an undershirt on too. Have you yeah. ever seen somebody sweat through a jersey like that by the first inning, second inning of their start? I that's mean, where I, that's where I gotta pro- go right pro- now. Probably not as egregiously. Um, I got one more comment on that, but I will say, um, our guy Sox Insane pointed out on Twitter.com a couple of days ago too. Um, it was a Friday night when Michael Kopech took the mound. Um, Kopech and uh, Freddie Garcia, definitely candidates right up there when you're talking about guys that are drenched pretty damn early. Uh, and both of those were number 34. Um, so that, that was, you know, kind of the tradition that um, our guy Sox Insane was going for there. But with this, I think the Yolmer Sanchez uh, comp is a good uh, kind of, you know, basis of what Lucas Gilo looked like. But I got to ask if it's, you know, granted it's, you know, that hot and humid, but the starting pitcher typically picks the jerseys that the team wears. So why would you go with gray um, instead of black if you really are trying to hide that? Or maybe you just didn't give a shit. And in that case, good for him. I don't know. I I thought that starting pitchers picked the, the jersey. Uh, you know, I, I've got rumors right now that a guy by the name of NWI Steve is still awake. I asked him if he wanted to get into the stream yard. We'll see if he comes back and, and hops in here to give some of his takes. I'm surprised he's still awake at this hour. After all, it is after dark. But yeah, he had a yeah, he's in here, here so, right now. Yeah, let's see says, if he, let's source see if he, the socks are ungood for our podcast listeners. That's what our guy 
NWI Steve just commented in here, and we got, uh, yeah, Saxon saying in as well. He confirmed uh, what I had just said about his tweet from Friday night with the number 34s being uh, extra sweaty. But, yeah, the number 27 sweaty on the mound tonight. Tony, let's talk a little bit about the outing, though. Um, six innings, six hits, two earned runs, one walk, six Ks tonight. He's rung up Trout twice there. Um, I think what was really encouraging was the kind of battle back um, in terms of running into some, you know, some traffic on the base paths early and then being able to recover from that to retire the last nine uh, that he saw in order. Um, I think that's a step in the right direction. It's very general, obvious um, observation, but it's true. It absolutely is. I think it is a step in the right direction. We're talking about a guy that, you know, if you're talking about the White Sox and I don't want to throw our guy Sean under the bus, but he was saying the other day that he was hashtag done with Lucas Giolito. Didn't want to see him anymore. Absolutely done with this bullshit. Pitchers are going to go through bad stretches. I'm there. I'm also not going to miss an opportunity to throw Jordan Lazowski under the bus over at Sox on 35th anytime that Lucas Giolito does anything bad. So it's a really fine line for me to walk when we do this exercise over and over again where Lucas Giolito goes through these horrible stretches, then he looks good, and then everybody says he's great. But I feel like Lucas Giolito is the Yoan Moncada of the White Sox starting rotation. And I'm there because there's great stretches, there's mediocre stretches where he looks okay, and then there's other times where Lucas Giolito is just plain dog shit. And you can't really make out what that median is Almost ever, because it's just all over the place. You bring this up all the time. Lucas Giolito, Oakland A-Series, laser-focused eyeballs, looks like a killer. You want that every single time. I feel like we're there with him every time he takes the mound. You just want some consistency, and you want it to be towards the 2019 Moncada season or Lucas Giolito 2019 season when he's just on, let's get back to that. If you're Lucas Giolito and every step in the right direction is great, but we still haven't achieved critical mass with him. Right. You, well, you need to get there. Well, I just want to backtrack a little bit and um, just kind of rehash about what I had talked about on our Sunday Funday episode. And we talked about potential comeback players for the second half. And what did I say about, I thought Lucas Giolito would be the guy out of the kind of four options that you have I that I would pin there in Giolito, Grandal, Mancata, Eloy Jimenez, right? Um, but I also said I think the more effective change would come after the All-Star break. Um, but once again, step in the right direction tonight. So I'll take it. And at the same time, we're talking about this. Um, sure, not the, not the prettiest, especially with uh, some of the situations that he ran into early. But he was, once again, he was able to induce a ground ball double play to get out of one of those jams. Um, and then he did finish strong with the retiring uh, the last nine that he faced. And like I said, step in the right direction there. And he gave you a chance to win at the end of the day. Because when he exits, it's only two runs on the board. That was the extent of the damage. And the White Sox were able to rally from this Tony after being down there. Um you know, it, it took until the sixth inning. They wasted a couple of opportunities in the fourth and fifth. Uh, but in the sixth, Andrew Vaughn should be an all-star, in my opinion. Um, RBI double. 
uh, brings home Tim Anderson. And then Jose Abreu brings home Mr. Vaughn uh, with an RBI double of himself, of his own. Uh, tie this game up at two. Uh, I think the rally Zins may have played a factor there, Tony. They absolutely did. And rally Zins, we know Lucas Giolito is a huge proponent of rally Zins, um, as are we here at Sox on Tap. Uh, that was a beautiful moment for our crew. It was a very good bonding moment. Um, proved the power of the Zen. And maybe we were not as coordinated with our line changes as we should have been. But uh, anytime you can change the momentum as a fan, things are good. Johnny, I know you are a firm believer in superstition. And I right. think that, you know, we did the right things today. We pulled the right well, strings at least to get the socks tied up here. Yeah. Well, Tony, you, you talked about, you know, coordinating that. And I think we definitely should, and we can be, I think we are a little more on that when we're together watching these games, but you prompted me on twitter.com. And as soon as you did that, I mean, I followed instructions as you know, he heated them as it should have been. And it obviously resulted in a couple of runs there. Um, and then even after that, Tony, the rally did continue. And this is the inning that, unfortunately, like I said, they got the rally over the top to get the lead. And then they did themselves in in the bottom half. But talking about the top here, uh, Harrison, after two guys get on, granted a little bit of luck there uh, with the Sebi Zavala. Should have just been a sacrifice bunt. Thor kind of screwing it up uh, with a guy already on. And then um, you get Josh Harrison hitting a uh, RBI single that puts the go-ahead run across home plate. But Sebi Zavala cut down at second base on that same play, and you just kind of had the feeling. As soon as that happened, with the situation that we were in, that ended up being the first out of the inning. It went to review. It, sure, it was a close play, but Sebi was out, clearly. You kind of had the feeling that this is going to come back to bite you, and it did because, you know, rookie coming up, Lenny and Sosa, grounds into a double play out of the inning right after that. Angels are, and then guess what? In the bottom of the seventh, you got Reynaldo Lopez, who has been, let's give him credit up until this point, has been a very, very reliable option, and he has gotten praise from coaching staff, from fellow players, from fans, all like, and he just did not have it right away from the get-go and that was you know clear in the leadoff walk try to lead off walk followed up by a hit um and then uh you get an rbi double from taylor ward there um to make it 4-3 and that ended up being the game winning hit the game winning runs there of the ball game all kind of self-inflicted here tony when we go back to that zavala uh mishap on the bases and then reynaldo lopez not setting himself up for success as soon as he comes into the ball game and it just hurts it makes me feel that inside it does i just you know i go back to the sebi zavala uh getting thrown out at second there i thought that challenge uh could have gone either way um that was kind of the play of the ball game for me it it really was because at you that killed moment, your own rally yeah you killed that, you killed that, your own rally K -I -L -L -T. At, that moment, at that moment yeah like sebi shouldn't have been that far off the base um was he safe was he out that's up for debate but overall you go back and you start looking at things is Sebi Zavala supposed to be in this ball game probably not you'd rather have Yasmani Grandal there so does he take that far of a, a I guess turn off a second there and and do that no now we're getting into hypothetical shit so it's just really hard to go break that down and say. We're going into butterfly effect here. Yeah, we are going into butterfly effect. 
it's just really hard to break that down and say what would happen in other scenarios, Johnny. But overall, you had a chance to pile it on there in that inning, and that's a real rally killer. And you've seen right. the White Sox do this over and over and over again so far this season is beat themselves. Here right. it is again on full display. Right. It goes back to our title here, self-inflicted L tonight. But, Tony, when you're talking about that uh, situation, it's like maybe Yaz is too slow to where he doesn't even take as big of a turn. <laughs> so he's just like, you know, comfortable that's, 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 that's the butterfly yeah. effect shit that I'm yeah. talking about, man. That's yeah. perfect. The, 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 yeah. The, no, it's true. It's like funny to like think about that. I guess it's, excuse me, painfully uh, painful to think about that a little bit in a way. Um, but when you're talking about that, it's sure you gained the lead at that point. And technically, sure, you, you could go and then turn the onus on Randall Lopez. I know we, we just discussed the Sebi Zavala thing. Um, when you're talking about physically what actually happened and transpired after that situation, but it's we, we talk about momentum on this team. And what did I say yesterday? The White they Sox just they, they, they hate momentum, they despise momentum, they can't ride with Lady Mo. I don't know what the it's just they, they, you had you, yes, you took the lead. You had a chance to pile on, like you'd said, and really force the it's issue. It's a disastrous and, personnel. Right. It, it, it'd be, yes, it is. But you had a chance to become the, uh, you know, the, the top dog in that game of sorts because center guard was on early. Then you finally start getting to him a little bit. Feels like tides are turning. Self-inflicted wound is what kills the momentum. It just feels bad. Feels bad. Makes me feel dead inside, Tony. Um if you do you got anything on Reynaldo Lopez, I know I kind of hinted at that earlier, but uh, if you got any thoughts there, go ahead, air it out right now. I don't really have many thoughts on Reynaldo Lopez. It just it just sucks that this bullpen was promised to be so much better than it is. And you've seen good stretches out of Reynaldo Lopez. You've seen bad stretches out of him. The fact that Jimmy Lambert has been converted into a high leverage late inning guy should speak all the volumes that you need to know with what's going on in the White Sox bullpen right now. I think that's our biggest problem, Johnny. I really honestly do. And yeah. you want my comments on Reynaldo Lopez? This is exactly what you would expect. Right. If you had to use him in these roles. So. Well, I, yeah, I was just saying that because. There, there, yeah, and and there have been instances though where he has come into some, uh, you know, situations that were a little bit tricky, uh, and he has navigated through them or given you multiple innings to kind of fill a void when you have injuries piling up, when you have guys that are just unavailable for whatever reason. So, um, I don't want to go and just put it all on Ronaldo Lopez. Um, so I just wanted to kind of get your thoughts on that there. So, um, at the end of the day, Tony, um, when we're looking back on this one, obviously we all know the final result, White Sox not able to put together, uh, any rally weight there and a questionable decision at the end. I know you had uh, brought this up very last batter of the game. Um, should have been Gavin Sheets' spot in the order. Lurie Garcia comes up as a pinch hitter here. Uh, your boy got snubbed out of a, uh, last chance to possibly tie the game here. What are your thoughts? This is the first time I'm going to disagree with Tony LaRusso's decisions, Johnny. Uh, Gavin Sheets has looked great. You got a righty on the mound. I don't understand where you're going to Larry Garcia there. I know this is a Garcia slander free zone, but uh, even if you're going to pinch hit for Gavin Sheets, 
why are you putting a lefty in that has less power? You need somebody who's driving the ball to the gaps, and that's Gavin Sheets in your White Sox offense right now. Um, you know, he, he's done the most damage out of anybody in the White Sox lineup over the past couple of days. Yep. I, I just had didn't double understand night. this. Had one. double earlier in the game tonight. Double earlier in the game tonight. Uh, home run yesterday. Uh, if you're going to go to anybody else, Maybe Jake Berger. I, I I don't know. This is this is wild. Uh, I know there's a big crowd out there that wants to fire Tony, but if you're gonna fire Tony, you gotta hire Tony, because <laughs> I would have kept Gavin Sheets in that fucking ball game, and he probably would have fucking smacked one out of the ballpark. Because yeah. Gavin Sheets is back. Hashtag back. We talked about it yesterday. Gavin Sheets is back. I, I don't understand pulling Gavin Sheets there and going to Larry Garcia. Yeah, I and thought we, that was a mistake. It's a, obviously the double was kind of the highlight because he really roped that ball uh, early on in this game. But he also had another hit. He had, he had a single as well that I forgot. I had to go back and check the box score, but he was two for three. My thought when that came up, I was wondering if I had missed a substitution earlier, maybe like that's what I thought too. or whatever, like after like they'd taken the lead. And I was like, oh shit! Like I went up to like I went to go to like the bathroom like during a you know half inning break. Maybe did I? missed something when I like, you know, was stepped away from the TV and came back and like, we were like one pitch into the next batter. That's where my mind was, but obviously that wasn't. So you can go ahead and pile that into the uh, Tony LaRusso questionable decisions file uh, once again. So um, as we're kind of rounding this one out, um, Tony, I, it's rough. I'm dead inside. It's tough. It's tough, man. It's tough to talk about these, but I am glad to be uh, in here. I'm glad. Thank you for everybody who's still uh, tuned in here, you know, well after midnight here after uh, this Sox loss for Sox on tap after dark. We appreciate you. We'll be back at it tomorrow night um, when the Sox continue the series. Tony, let's get into the preview of that game. Uh, it'll be Johnny Cueto uh, going on the bump for our Sox. TBD still for the Angels have not heard any word on who they might be sending out. Obviously, they have a plethora of suspensions they are dealing with uh, due to their brawl with the Mariners on Sunday. But uh, in this one, you know, Cueto last time out, granted, uh, he did allow he had picked up an L, uh, but it wasn't too, too terrible. And overall, Johnny Cueto has been more than serviceable. We just saw him before that have an excellent shutout start against the uh, Houston Astros. So uh, can Johnny Cueto help the White Sox get back on track uh, on Tuesday? You know, Dylan Cease kind of provided the same sort of energy that you're looking for here, Johnny. Uh, not too long ago, you're looking for aces in their places. As one of our, our guys over here at ONTAP Sportsnet likes to say, aces in their places. Johnny Cueto's the perfect guy to come out here on the West Coast and do this. He's familiar with the Angels lineup. He's familiar with how West Coast baseball works. He spent a lot of time out in San Francisco. Johnny, he's got to be geared up for this one. I think Johnny Cueto is going to go out there and give you a solid six innings tomorrow and set you up for a win. I will say it's going to be on the offense to go carry this shit, though. It always is. you got to score runs to win ball games. But I think Johnny Cueto will be able to hold down the fort just fine. Yeah, yeah, I, I concur. I concur, especially after what we saw against your really, really good lineup uh, in the Astros just two starts ago for him. So mm-hmm. um, I, I'd agree there. And then just getting to the point about the offense, how can we please just have a game where we just get a, our pitcher out there with 
some runs a cushion to start with. So it's not all, you know, sweating bullets. Like I granted the humidity played a factor, but Lucas Giolito sweating bullets also partly because he's getting no friggin' run support early on in this one. Can we please just pad this thing up in what, these guys, not cruise, you don't take your foot off the gas or anything like that, but you just feel a little more comfortable in your skin when you're out there on the field. That's all I ask for. Have you ever heard the saying, this is why we can't have nice things? I'd have maybe a time or two. Yeah, that's what it feels like being a White Sox fan. You'll get a gem out of, uh, out of Cueto tomorrow, and the White Sox offense will be dead, or they'll score eight, nine runs chase the starter the offensive approach is going to be like just fucking fantastically great and Cueto's going to have a bad day it's going to be one or the other somewhere in the middle of that lies the White Sox recipe for success it just feels impossible to get there at the moment Johnny so I I hope just sitting here talking about it right now you get that start from Cueto the offense just picks it up a notch and and they'll be fine but it's gonna be one or the other for me right now so it's really hard for me to sit here and say hey, it's just gonna be Quato they got it that's it that's good it just feels like it's one thing or the other right now with this team yeah and we've seen it all year we've seen plenty of games when they you know they didn't score a lot of runs early so then uh pitching held up for a little bit lapsed eventually as expected and then when they did start scoring some runs uh the pitching um would let up as many or more so that's just you know that's so white Sox uh, to a t there but if the offense is going to get it done who's helping them get it done pick the click hit me with it you know i went with gavin sheets today i feel like from the white Sox offense that was a good pick I'll give Who'd you, you, I'll give you a couple TA? points for you. I went with TA, so I you get nothing with, there. I'll give I'll give you some uh, points for your you pick went, to click today. You went with TA. I, I'm going to go over. I'm going to take some Andrew Vaughn action here. I, I mean, this guy's been one of the most consistent hitters in the lineup all season for the White Sox. I think he's deserved of all-star votes, although who the hell knows what position this guy actually really fucking plays. Um is he your DH? Is he a first baseman? Is he a corner outfielder? Who knows? But when he's at the plate, he's putting together solid at-bats. He's making things happen. I'm going Andrew Vaughn tomorrow. RBI, RBI double night. Trends yep. well for tomorrow. I like it. Um, it's very respectable and pick that I'm envious of a little bit. I wish I could go that route, but I will change it up. Uh, I will go opposite of you and i'll go with uh luis robert just feels like i haven't picked him in a while and uh i would like to see him put a baseball into those fake rocks that they have out there in center field that i would like to see we had talked about on sunday funny i want to see mike trout running back and the highlight that you see of him is the back of his jersey turning back and maybe a little whiplash from him uh because luis robert just hit a ball 120 miles an hour out of there over his head that's what yeah, i want to see some, do some otani shit yeah right Right. That's where I'm going with it. All right. Uh, Tony, socks on tap after dark. First one. Hey, game itself, a little bit painful to talk about, but I would say overall shows success. We enjoyed having everybody here in the comments this late as we are now into Tuesday, June 28th, when game two of this series will be. So thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe 
the ONTAP Sportsnet on YouTube so you can join the conversation as many of you have done tonight. We can go on, feature comments, engage in a little more discussion during this episode. We always love doing that. So make sure, once again, ONTAP Sportsnet on YouTube. Check out ONTAPSportsnet.com and give us a follow on social media at SoxOnTap at ONTAP Sportsnet. And we'll be right back at it tomorrow night. Same crew, Sox on tap after dark, running it back uh, after the White Sox, hopefully even the series up at one. Tony, until next time, White Sox forever. White Sox forever, Johnny.